A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Long after the great interplanetary wars, the galaxy has gone dry. Water has become the only thing left of value. Evil Templars from the planet Mithra have gained control of this life-giving resource. Their power is now absolute, except for a few rebel pirates who survive by stealing ice from the great Templar fleets. God, I'm a handsome guy. Look at that. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. everybody welcome back to film sack this is film sack we continue to mine the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind this is episode 380 i'm scott johnson joining me today brian i want fried chicken vending machines done away Ooh, not a good idea in space oh hi yes this is 12 year old me calling from 1984 i just wanted to tell the older more experienced me in 2018 do not crap on my favorite things you just keep your big mouth shut, old man. And who are these people you're hanging out with in the future anyway? And where are my best friends Chuck and Amy? We said we'd be friends forever and watch the Ice Pirates every day and play D&D every Friday night and drink Jolt Cola until we puked and then do it all over again. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have time for this. The Ice Pirates are starting, and we just got something new called a microwave, and I hear it's going to change how we make popcorn forever. May all you haters end in thirst. Power to the people. <laughs> end in thirst. I love that. It's one of my favorite only things I really like about this movie. Also with us, Randy, if I hear that pirate fanfare song one more time, I'm going to die, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Hi, Dave. And welcome to the party room, fellas. The joke's on you. I have you captured here in the clutches of my fembots none of whom have ever thought of easily overpowering me by simply lifting me by my fabulous hair. Mm, I'm going to taunt you by drinking water in front of you, despite the fact that I have no esophagus or stomach. Where does the water go? Hmm? I'll tell you, it pisses right out this little back hole in my upper neck. I'm pissing water out of the back hole in my upper neck right now. Ooh. <laughs> So you, you like Bruce Lynch little performance there, did you? Yeah. I think, he liked, I think he liked the Valanche uh, bit. I got confused about who he was. I'll have a question about that later, by the way. I got oh, confused well, over what? who most we of have the people no, in this movie are. We have no answers. We only have questions. Well, let's see how that all goes. Finally with us, Brian, I want to be the one in the crew members with the white wigs and the ballerina crotch gibbet. Mm, who doesn't? Hello and welcome to our slave preparation conveyor belt. I'll be your guide, Vicky. 
First off, we've got that old electric knife that only seems to get brought out for Thanksgiving. Yep, that's the one. We're going to wave it above your jackets for what seems like no apparent reason. But you'll see it's actually a magic electric knife that somehow makes it possible for us to remove all your clothing while your arms are tied together and you're strapped to the sled. Amazing, right? Stay with me. Next, we'll have shaving cream applied to your face and chest by a woman that has obviously never applied shaving cream before. Either that or she's really concerned about your neck beard. That's that wasn't your by- chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good point. That's followed by old man shaky hands and a stereotypical gay hairdresser. Next, you'll be greeted by two flirtatious women who will jab a toy gun into your mouth and then into your ear. Try not to think about the fact that that very same process was repeated on the dude right in front of you. And finally, it's our castration chomper. You'd think that maybe we'd end with some bandages or back team at the very least, but no, the chomper and then a thin white fabric jumper. Good luck with that. <laughs> Uh, I hated that whole sequence. I freaking hated it. I, I, that's my, that was the most memorable sequence of the film. I I think that has to qualify as my favorite sequence in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most memorable. Yeah, but you say it, you say it with the question in your voice because it's it's hard to call anything my favorite. Yeah, what's your competition here? (laughs) So I, I should be said right off the top of the bat, this is not the movie I thought it was. Last week I said, oh, I saw Ice Pirates, and uh, somebody else said, oh, that's my first time. I think it was you, Ibit, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. It'll be a mix of people who've seen it and haven't seen it. My memory is, and this is, I don't know where I'm getting this from, but you guys can maybe help me with this. I thought there was a whole bunch of this movie where there was, like, futuristic hockey being played. And it didn't oh, so happen here at you're all. Mix, yeah, you're mixing this in with something else. Let me think what you're trying to think. Of. I mean, so I thought thinking, of Strange Brew maybe, but I don't think so. That's I know exactly that, what I was thinking of Strange Brew. Right. It yeah. did, actually, there were moments in this movie when I was reminded of Strange Brew, basically when the robots were fighting. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Those robots. Yeah. This, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get were, into those later. They and suck. Strange Brew just came out the year before this. So maybe mm-hmm. you still had, like, maybe you saw... Uh, the previous one right after the other <laughs> maybe does, does anyone know if like uh that other one that everyone always talks about buckaroo bonsai Start. does anyone know if oh. buckaroo bonsai has hockey in it is there any no hockey? no okay. and buckaroo oh. bonsai is not as it's not a slapsticky comedy like this is yeah, right no. right so, i, I but, think but, i've seen this but i just don't remember i've conflated it and maybe it's just because the word ice is in there and in my head, I went, "Oh, that, ice and hockey." And I that that may be the truth. Yeah. Was there yeah. was there hockey in like Battle Beyond the Stars? That's Battle the Beyond one. the Stars or Star Crash. I was trying to remember. I was going through all the ones that are are loosely related to that yeah. time period, and I, um, I just I can't think of anything that specifically. It's probably come to me. I'm like, it's oh, a, duh. Yeah. It must have been Solent Green. Remember might, that part in Solent right. Green where they were where they played know, hockey, were, futuristic you know, space hockey. Did, yeah, future hockey while 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 uh, old West's face was dying on the <laughs> on the on the bed. Exactly. You remember that part? Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. But yeah. the Ice Pirates, yeah. it's uh, it's it's a funny thing because this this was supposed to be one of those movies that I mean everybody who I grew up with and I mentioned to yeah we're doing Ice Pirates this week ooh really I love that yeah. movie oh my gosh dude that's the greatest that was my favorite movie as a kid like people not 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 less than 10 people told me this right and I right, kept right. going oh well I guess so I don't remember very much about it except the ice hockey which doesn't happen so I clearly I don't remember anything <laughs> but but uh it's not it's really 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 bad 
It's really bad. Yeah, I'd I'd actually I, I I'd never seen it, nor had could I find anybody around me who's ever seen it. Like I I had no one to talk to about this movie because like it's like a <laughs> hidden gem. Yeah. I don't want to call it a gem because it's got nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of the worst reviewed films we've ever watched for Film Sack. Yeah, and it's like uh, of course like no one's seen it. Like uh, especially people who are younger than a certain age, right? Like the, right. it's not a film that's that's propagated over the last, you know, 20 years. No, and it don't hasn't forget, had Don't ca- forget you know me who has seen it like Oh yeah, times. no. Let, well, that's sure. a, that's yeah, you don't thing. you don't but respond to your text. But the surprising <laughs> thing is that 1984 would have been, <laughs> been exactly the time that I would have been all in for something like this, right? Yeah. I would have been like 14, 15 years old. I would have been like, "Oh my god, let's go see Ice Pirates." And for whatever reason, I apparently I think, knew better than to than wait, to jump into scene. I think, I think, I think that might be the problem. There, there is a very specific age group that this would appeal to, and you had to be that very specific age. I was in the 12, 13 year old range. I think mm-hmm. at fourteen and fifteen, I kind of turned my back on this film at that point. And I think anybody younger than that wouldn't really be able to relate. You really have to be going through the change of life to really appreciate. The the uh, the potty I, humor slash mm. uh, you know sexual and Hindu kind yeah, of I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, sexual I don't know that I Hindu and Hindu and Hindu it's the sexual sexual and Hindu sexual Hindu that's hard for me to say for some reason that's fine in, in, in Indo I can say by itself but if I there's no there's no D at the beginning of this word it's not sexual before it then it then it gets confused but. Innuendo. I can't say it now. Innuendo. Yeah, you're broke. screwed. You're in screwed. you, in you, endo. Yeah. <laughs> so sexually suggestive, like sexually suggestive themes. I'm Porky Pig. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a 12 year old's dream. Yeah. Right. R- Randy, you were gonna say something. I, I don't think I, I I don't think it's just confined confined to like 11 year old boys. Although it is definitely an 11 year old boy film because you've got to you've got to remember there are a bunch of adults in their 30s who are in front of the camera. And they're having fun. And I think if this was, you know, if this was a tiny bit better and it had come out when I was, you know, 30, I would have enjoyed it just as much. Like the the problem with it is it's now impossible to extricate this movie from all of the things that you compare it to. And what are you going to do? Like Star Wars is better. You know what I'm saying? And like it's. This is 1984. It's not like I've seen Star Wars Wars better than Spaceballs. I mean, that's not a comparison. (laughs) Well, no. Now here's the thing. Spaceballs is better. That's the thing. Like Spaceballs is informed by this movie. I'm just saying, if I had been 30 when this movie came out, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, like a lot. I don't know about a lot, but I I think I would have. I think I would have. Well, yeah. If you're 30 in 1984, maybe. But here's here's the thing. This is was started out. The whole thing started out as it was supposed to be a serious sci-fi epic and the studio was like yeah let's make it a comedy so they made it a comedy instead and as a comedy their goal was to parody uh science fiction of the time so there's star wars references in here there are alien references in here there are mad max references references in here like they're they're kind of poking poking at all of the tropey uh, sci-fi tropes of the day mm-hmm. and at the same time, it wants me to take serious the the little story they're telling about our swashbuckling crew and their and whatever they're doing. And it's also very much like an old pirate movie. You know, they even dress mm-hmm. like old pirates. 
um, the shirts and the stuff, and the they look terrible, but it's all supposed to be like pirate stuff. And then the people they're fighting, the Templars, are literally like right out of some king queen tale of 1722. Like, yeah, yeah. They're right. all wearing chainmail. It's chain definitely a mashing of all the things. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it feels like it feels like a movie where they're trying to do one thing, like you're trying to starting out as a serious film and then deciding, oh no, let's make it a comedy, but not fully committing all the way to the comedy yes. and not keeping enough of it serious. Like in other words, they they only cross that bridge halfway and it fails at both being a, a serious again, sci- sci-fi movie and being a comedy sci-fi movie. Right. Again, I, I think the, I think the problem here is that you've seen subsequent films that did it right, that figured it out. And like at the time, you wouldn't have had Spaceballs in your in your past. So like I it just this is a film that desperately needs you to put your brain back in time and forget everything you've seen since. Yeah, this but movie. some of us don't think Spaceballs was very good either, though. Yeah. So you I know, don't know. We, we watched that and we we you know watched that for this very show and realized wow, I think I enjoyed this way more at the time. Than at the I did. time. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you're I right. I think I would have enjoyed this at the time, though. I think that, that this wouldn't have been enough for it to satisfy that whole, like, oh, man, Return of the Jedi was so great, and oh, cool, yeah. All right, what's the next cool sci-fi thing? Oh, space herpy. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, it's a space I'm herpy. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, is, it, I'm not trying to say this movie deserves higher than 9% on Rotten right. Tomatoes. I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that I I regret that I didn't see it when I was young and in its proper context because mm. you know I'm sitting here now and I've just got all these problems with it and but the movie kept getting me back like I, I don't know if you experienced this Scott but like you start watching it and you're like oh this is crap and then it would get you and you're like oh, that's awesome well, and then it oh crap again man, you know? I don't know right. if that and ever like, really got me I guess I kind of enjoyed there were, there were parts where I was like. All right, the weird little alien ball herpy was kind of cool from a practical effects standpoint. I thought that was kind of cool. And then I thought, all right, well, this thing at the end where uh, they're all getting old <laughs> while while real time is That happening. was fun. Oh, it was yeah, okay. You got it to was... check your brain out, right? Because like, if you don't, your brain will go, you know what? If I was aging rapidly, I'd die of starvation before I could get to the kitchen. Right. right? Yeah. But, but you check your brain out completely. And it's hysterical how their hair keeps getting longer. It's yeah, so or funny. or at first their beards are ridiculously lengthening yeah. while their hair isn't getting longer, right. and then suddenly yeah. their hair is getting longer. It's right. weird. And their clothes are still, you know, it's not like their clothes are turning into rags and falling off of them from right. yeah. deterioration of. Uh, yeah. I mean, so the baby, the baby grows up to be Robert Urich again. Oh, yes. oh my god. Funny. I mean, you know, I, 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 how genetics works. I think I think <laughs> I prefer my 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 more subtle approach to this stuff, which I think is probably best exampled in something like the Firefly series and the and the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even or even going a little bit further and saying like the Orville, like the mm-hmm. sci-fi comedy. Uh, I thought of will Orville. It, will a lot. it blend? Yeah. Will it blend? Is like right. I think I think the Orville right now for me is the good, the best example of of the combination Absolutely. of those two. And, right. and, and again, that's the the most recent, most current, most modern thing. The the take that is the most informed by all of this other entertainment. You know? Yeah. So like, yes, I I I, I see exactly what you're saying, and I raise you. This movie is crap, but you can get to it. Like you could. It it's it's waiting for you to be entertained. Like. Go with it. Don't just. You're saying you know? this is like an iterative step in the long line of steps of of this getting figured out, and perhaps yeah. the Orville is the more modern 
uh, well done version sure. of this, and and it, it's worse if the earlier you go from from Ice Pirates, the worse it gets. I I understand that. I think there's something to that for sure. I just uh, boy, on on this one level, it's hard for me this movie. And I found <laughs> a piece of trivia that supports why why it's so bad. Oh, uh, it says about this movie. it says according to some crew members, the entire and I believe this. The entire sound team was fired mid-production and replaced yeah. without explanation. This is one of the worst sounding sound yeah. cut, sound editing movies <laughs> I've ever heard it's in funny my because life. Part of it actually is, I, I thought the same thing, but I actually thought, this. I didn't read the trivia until post, but I thought, man, I'm really enjoying this music. And I'm like, man, I'm really not enjoying this music. And I'm like, I'm really enjoying this music. And just kept going back and forth. And I was like, what the crap? Yeah, and this so dialogue. Trivia, I was it's, like, oh, it's like this okay, dialogue is clear and I can hear people talking to each other. Yeah, in this right. scene, I can't understand anybody because they're in the loudest room. Oh. I hear every zipper <laughs> yeah, and this. step and foot. We're talking over each other more than once. Ron Perlman had a funny line and someone else talked over him. <laughs> right. Like, how right. do you have, how does that happen in editing? Babyface Perlman over there, man. I oh, know. Yeah. So young. Yeah, so. Still, still kind of. Not very attractive. Oh, he's still the ugly, he's still like top four ugliest men in Hollywood for sure. Hey, okay, <laughs> he is. This will teach you something that you didn't know before, which is Ron Perlman isn't actually that large. Like he's actually a mm -hmm. normal sized man. Robert Urich is taller than Ron Perlman. Uh, the guy who plays the giant John, is obviously John, way taller. Yeah, yeah. John Matt. Oh, Matuzak. Matuzak. Yeah. Do you guys know? Do you guys know died at thirty eight? 38. Oh, really? Probably yeah. from a heart thing, right? Just because he was such a huge guy. Yeah, it was a heart um, heart failure thing. But at 38, that too is many, so freaking young. Too many baby roots. What it, baby I'm about to roots. say, yeah. I mean, did you see him in Goonies? He was looking bad. Yeah. It was, it was a matter of time. <laughs> that was makeup, dude. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I just thought it was like I a know. I thought and it was like a, I I it was like a Corvette that. summer return for like Hamill. I no, thought it was, no, not okay. No, that's not how it worked. But he he um you know was in the NFL was a good player had a real had this career going which was interesting. You know I'd, I'd put it like I don't know what's the modern equivalent probably John Cena the Rock's a different level, but it's like that you know you go from one right. thing to the other career and it's like ah oh, cool and and then thirty eight man that's young. That's too young mm -hmm. to have heart failure. I bummed me out when I found that out because I thought, where is he now? What's he got going on? And we've seen him in other movies. Uh, recently saw him as, hold on. Oh, I didn't write it down. I thought I did. Crap. We've seen another movie recently with him here on film. I don't site. know, but I'm looking at a title to a movie that I must see. It's called One Man Force. He plays Jake. <laughs> oh, that and sounds all right. action-packed film. An L.A. cop speeds off to get revenge upon the dirty drug-dealing dogs who killed his partner. Starring Dirty Dogs. John. Yeah. Hey, by the way, look at the director's IMDb photo. Tell me that he's not the model, uh, the Stuart Raphael. Raphael. Tell me he's not the model for these uh, these uh, guys that had their wieners cut off and put in the white suits with the... Yeah, <laughs> true story. True story. Especially with his hair like that. Yeah, because they all had to wear those powder wigs yep. and stuff. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> guys got a natural powder wig. Again, when I was a when I was a teenager, I would have found that entire thing where they're all pretending to be uh, neuter, to have been castrated. Yeah, that, yeah. Right. that that would have been so funny to me. They, you it know, was... they're standing around. The movie has a, the movie has a touch of the homophobia. Oh, again, a very oh, big touch. maybe a little it, touch of the racism. Yeah, too, right? a little yeah. touch and, of the both. And again, 
again, like I, like I say, at the time, I think they didn't really know. Although, I'll point out, in the script, there's a moment where uh, Robert Urich is talking to, um, oh gosh, uh, uh, Michael D. Roberts. Michael D. Roberts is yeah. the best thing in the film for me. I um, agree! And, yeah. and he actually... He, he's, he makes me nervous. I don't know why. Right. He's made a robot that's black, and yeah. Robert Urich wants to know why. I can't. I can't decide how to pronounce his last name because it's so stupid. It's urine. Urine. Um, <clears throat> urine. It's like urine, to, but with ick at the end. He wants to know why, and he actually says, "I don't mean anything by this. I'm just curious why he's black." And I'm like, "Oh wow, how progressive for the time!" Like right. he yeah. doesn't, you know, like he just has a question. He's not being a jerk. You know? Yeah, it's everybody I, else. I liked. I like yeah, their relationship. That's, that's a great turn from Robert Urich, who you know, 15 minutes earlier was looking at a sleeping woman and saying, "I thought mm-hmm. we were supposed to rape and pillage." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man! In the 80s, every dude was trying to get a peek at a, a passed out girl's boobs. Yeah. Every time we watch oh, one, I forgot about like, lifting up her shirt. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. hashtag me too. Yeah, Come on. There, there's some, <laughs> some rough messaging in here for sure. There's other yeah. stuff too. I can't. Who dropped the end bomb? It was in the in that bar. Oh, it was in the cantina scene. Oh, the yeah. yeah, the bad pirate with the glasses that guesses. Oh, he did the he did the really cool thing that I loved. He's the one that the first time I'd ever seen somebody get their neck chopped off and then wait for it. They lean their head back and then they roll it forward and it falls off. That okay, the first time I, seen I that. thought okay, this is where the confusion is. I thought that was Bruce Valanche because I don't know him very well or know of him that much. So I thought that was him, but he's somebody else who also shows up on like Hollywood squares and crap like that. Yeah. He was the right. writer for the Oscars for years. I didn't even know if I mean, he might even still be doing that, but he's the quote unquote comedy writer for the Oscars. So, which, which guy? Mm-hmm. Valanche? Valanche. Yeah. Okay. Now how, who's the other guy then that got his head cut off that? Who's that? Just actor? some dude. Just some dude. Are you sure? Yeah, I can't, he's not. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, What's I didn't something? think that he was somebody. I thought he was somebody like <laughs> also on the Hollywood squares. That oh, really? Type of guy. That yeah. Was, that was one dog of dog bite or something like that. I don't remember his name. Gosh, that was it. one of those scenes where you could catch the actors kind of goofing on on camera. Like mm-hmm. the there were shots of people in the background smiling at each other or whatever. And I really enjoyed a lot of those little things that you could notice throughout this film. Oh, right, this, right. There's this is like annoy there's me. one in particular where. Something happened. the the herp the space herpy comes out of a freaking Thanksgiving turkey, mm-hmm. and yeah. it goes it goes scooting across the floor, and they all go chasing after it. And you you as you come around and you see all of the crew chasing behind the the leads. Uh, Matusak is carrying Angelica Houston, and like he's carrying <laughs> her so easily. She's propped up on him and up to that moment she's been such a badass in this movie yeah. that you can't imagine that she's afraid of the vermin on the floor so you know they're just having fun yeah it's, that's all there is they're just having fun and they don't they don't care if it, the take makes it into the movie or not and it's like those things that just really shone through for me sure maybe they had all had a, just a great time who knows but angelica houston that's weird seeing her in this but she I actually kind of liked her character if i'm if i'm picking oh, characters liked i liked hers was you know just uh subtle and understated and i liked it mm-hmm. uh i can't find this guy's name so i don't know his name uh but now i'm annoyed because i swear he looks like hmm. i have seen him and he was one of those dudes that made the rounds and oh you know what it's like he's like oh i know who i'm thinking of it can't be him though okay so you know the guy that supposedly ruins every show 
when as soon as he comes on, it's every sitcom dies when he Ted when, McGinley. Ted that, McGinley. That's who yeah. I think yeah. that we're just is. talking about him on the Love Boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I'm thinking of. That's not who it is, though, is it? No, definitely not. Gosh, dang it! Um, I although, swear that's although him. you could, although it'd be pretty easy to believe that you know uh, Ted McGinley's appearance in this movie is what caused it to, <laughs> to, to sink like a stone. But uh, hold on, let it me had see. way more other things to. Uh, that's exactly what I thought it was. All right, um, I'm good now. My brain is clear. I thought Ted McGinley was wow, the guy who Ted got his McGinley, head cut off. Yeah. So let's fall back to talk about our director for just a minute, uh, Stuart Raphael. Yeah. Uh, he he. Uh, we we saw. Not too long ago, well, maybe a couple of years now, the Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah, remember that time traveling battleship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. Right. yeah. And garble, then after garble, he garble, did, garble, 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 look, look garble. at this, look at this three, this this three hitter he did, the Ice Pirates, then the Philadelphia Experiment, and then Mac and Me. Oh, that's right. Another, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna attack that entire time frame that, of this that trilogy, gonna, the the yeah. Stuart Raphael trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> of fine films it's, it's a blu-ray pack you can get on amazon it's it's, it's amazing be. yeah it's, it's probably a blu-ray pack you've bought on amazon it actually. might be yeah. I, this might be where i got this at he also directed something we saw reese no no he wrote it that's what it was let's see uh writer 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 where is it writer 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 he wrote passenger this 57. passenger 57 oh, yeah. that's the one yeah yeah yep. 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 90 always bet on black yeah yeah <laughs> and the we need to see that as well. And don't forget, wow, that is, so that is almost like four in a row he, he's at least tied into. Don't forget the co-writer of Ice Pirates. Uh, it was uh, the writer for Krull. Oh, great. Our, our first our episode. Film sack. <laughs> yeah. Our first ever film sack. Number yep, one yep, episode, yeah. Krull. Uh, the trivia kind of led me to believe that the people who made this movie, director and others, had all come off of Krull. Like It was like they they got to know each other making Krull and made this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it just like the cast or I think what's so special about this movie it's it's Robert Urich is at the top of his whatever like like he's <laughs> actually there were actually moments because he has he has so much chemistry with Mary Crosby he has so much chemistry with Michael D Roberts that I just kept thinking he could have been Han Solo he really could have like right right oh like, yeah totally universe yeah, totally love right suave scoundrel kind of thing for sure if in a way in a way he's kind of playing him like this is yeah, the parody yeah. he's, he's no doubt being yeah. that guy he's playing, but... he's playing a he's playing that character in general i mean he's playing there's, like the robin hood he's playing he's playing many characters in one yeah there's yeah. no doubt that the screenplay or the pitch meeting or something said all right our lead character jason is a uh han solo type <laughs> right <laughs> it's because the name at the time in 1984 there were tons of like 20 year olds in the United States named Jason. Yeah. Now yeah. we look at it and we're like, that's not a, that's not the right name <laughs> no, for right. our hero. Well, that's they a were, name. yeah, they were, they were playing off the Jason and the Argonauts, right? Yeah. That was that's their, what it says. That was their stepping stone. I assume yeah. so. That's, a, and that's, a, but again, the name Jason seemed cooler than all the Jasons I know now are Weasley buttholes. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're welcome, Jason. Yeah. Take that. Uh, Kevin Costner <laughs> turned down the role. Apparently Kevin Costner was all lined up and then said, nope, not, you're not going to do it. Uh, this would have been the year he did that Western that I love, uh, Silverado. So he chose that over this. And uh, I like the other one, the dances with the wolves. Is- yeah, that was a good. That came. That was what the eighty nine, ninety, whatever that was. Right, right. But he um, he would you know he would save his post apocalyptic future uh, taste or whatever for a better film uh, called Waterworld. Which uh, <laughs> well, maybe he just has uh, you know a preference to abundance of water versus. Uh, oh yeah, so it's much. the opposite of this. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even 
think lack about of, it. Lack of water yeah, world. Right. Yeah. And, our, and our all-time trivia, of course, has Arnold Schwarzenegger being considered for the role. Yeah, he uh, he would go on to do a movie about Mars needing water. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course he would. Oh. All about the water for us people, apparently. I feel like maybe in the 80s, I do remember this kind of. There was a fear that, that yes. the water wars were just around the corner. And right, the clean, right. drinkable water, potable water was going to be uh, so so small and so hard to get, and the Russians were going to hoard it all and all this. I remember that being talked about a lot. So I'm not surprised to see this theme pop up in movies of that era. Um, and I wouldn't actually be surprised to see more of that now. Like, we're going to start hearing more. We're going to get more stories, apocalyptic stories of, of water being right, right. The, the gold of the time. So where does, where, does that, where does that parody come from? Because in it, we seem to do it in both of our parodies we've we've talked about the star wars i mean we've got the ice pirates and we've got space balls and space balls is uh is controlled through uh because of lack of oxygen right air oh right and this and this one was water so i mean and that wasn't really a theme in star wars was it i mean no. it was more of a no just the, just ruling the galaxy yeah, yeah we yeah. don't care about yeah. any specific resource a sure. resource right it's got to be a resource to control the galaxy all right yeah. resource uh, the, the resource in uh, star wars was offspring yeah again if you overthink it this movie is going to let you down because oh, it's like yeah. this is 30 years after dune guys 30 years like dune dune was such a better take on limited resources in sci-fi right. In You're every book, possible right? way, yeah, it means, yeah. It means yeah, the book, because the film yeah. was that same year. Yeah. Right. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Eighty-four. Right. Think about it for for just a second. A reminder. Eighty-four. I'm not saying this movie's among them, but it was a huge yeah. year. <laughs> it, it is. You it had is Temple them. of Doom. You had um, it's, Goonies. It's among them in the term that it's a movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it was in 1984. Yeah, but 84. A lot of people still think 84 was the best year movies ever gave us, and that's probably why. Um, why I didn't see Ice Pirates because there were so many other things in '84 that I was watching that would have yeah, been yeah. that I that that would have been better good. that would have been good. Yeah, I mean, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually I've lost my train of thought and I don't have enough. <laughs> Yeah, but after we to find it again, <laughs> after we watched this, you, uh, I was joking about about watching the the movie, like enduring the movie, and you right. said that you would, if you're given a choice between watching this movie again, you would choose to drink Clorox. I like, would. Yeah. Was it was it just that the end was so unsatisfying, or no, were, uh, were the, like, the whole thing felt so frenetic? We talked about the music editing, but at the time I was going to bring up the choppy video editing. Yeah. I mean, you never, aside from once, you never actually see them take off from a planet. They're in space, and then the next second, boom, they're on a planet walking around. They're in the fog, getting chased by the Amazon unicorn women, yeah, or yeah. they're, you know, in the in the dirty uh, cantina or whatever, yeah. and. There's Witcher, no Witcher setup. Thing. There's no establishing yeah. shots for any of that stuff. Yeah. Which you know, like Star Trek, fixed years ago by going, "Let's do teleporters. We'll just, you know, we'll have a cutscene where yeah. we get <laughs> on the platform, and then we're magically there." Yeah. So why right. didn't they use something like that here? That's yeah, good that's a good point. If you can't afford to show a ship landing and a ship taking off kind of tech, right? You you better have another idea, and that's and Star Trek did have that idea. I don't know if it was to cut, you know, it was for budgetary reasons, but nonetheless, it it functioned as a as a cheap way to get people on the planet. Right. Uh, there was one scene here where uh, evil space Templar man turns his head and sees their ship take off from right, the right. city, and so there's that one time, but the rest of it not so <laughs> much. 
But the rest of it was like, you know, hey, here's an alien like aliens, except it's funny because it's a space herpy. Ha ha ha. It's running around like it popped out of a chest. Although in this case, it wasn't a chest. It was a turkey. And then later it's like, we're on the Mad Max planet. How do you know? Well, there's a giant truck with a skull on it. And that was a cool. Those were Vikings. Wasn't that kind of a cool thing? It was kind of cool. That was a cool sequence. And, And the fact that they, you know, they could have gone really chintzy on that as well. But actually having that big vehicle be running around, you know, and, and those wheels, those giant wheels were working and they were running over tents and running over right. things like well, they were running over rubber versions of the, the <laughs> robot, the stupid robots walking around. By the way, <laughs> those robots are exactly what you get when you can't get someone as skinny as Anthony Daniels. to. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that. Go ahead. Rich. And, it, and the, the, the physics of the movie makes no sense, right? Like we live in a universe with spaceships. But we're somehow standing here on the dirt while this lumbering, uh, ugly dune buggy comes at us. Like, if you just have a hoverboard and a grenade, you defeat that easily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> right. it makes yeah. it makes no sense that you would fight standing when you have when you're in a universe where you can fly. Yeah. Like, it's just right. no sense whatsoever. Sure. Do you, right. do you, did you see the 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 guy down there? The uh, Max von Sydow was one of the pirates. Yeah, I there. kept looking for him. I saw that. I I saw the trivia that he was. In there, and I kept looking for him, and I didn't see which one he was. I think he died, blew up, or something. But he, uh, he's uh, not credited. Even it must have been some friend deal, or who knows. Dude, when when uh, okay, so part of the this, the fun of this movie is the swashbuckling, right? I mean, is it is it though? Had, is it? No, it sure, really, so it, it really, it's, it's a really good. It's a you really love, good. It's a you good love seeing somebody take a. Uh, Take their saber and cut some uh, some hoses in the yes. ceiling. Then grab those hoses and fly yes. like swing across yes. room through the glass window. That's your yes. I like that. And then they and then it, near Not the end when they're really, really old, they they come down and they knocked everybody off the bridge. And when uh, that same scene with the car, that that Mad Max car, when when he runs towards the car and he grabs the wheel. And he just flies up into the air and lands onto the car. I'm like, that wasn't a stunt doubler. How did they do that? That was mighty oh, impressive. Oh, the three, like two of the three leads dodge that Mad Max car on foot as right. it's rumbling at them. And it was not sped up film. I was like, <laughs> I, I think they sped. No, they really didn't speed that up. They just mm-hmm. asked these actors to stand in there and face their death <laughs> and <laughs> throw themselves out of the way in time. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I, I mean, the whole sequence on the planet was edited better, sounded better, looked better. It's like that's where they spent their eight million. Because that it was also budget. feels like one of the scenes that probably was unchanged between it being a serious sci-fi film and a comedy. Yeah, because there there wasn't a lot there that was super funny. It was like, all right, this is actually this is actually pretty good. Yeah, or at least Action. trying to force it to be funny. It felt like I they were just been, down there fighting. I don't know yeah. if I remembered it as well, but I think this movie had the backbone of possibility of being a pretty darn good sci-fi if if they had to play it right oh no i but agree 100 percent. Right. like well, that's it i have that sure. in my notes if they if, if i'll tell you what if hbo or somebody was going to make an ice pirate series or there was going to be a new movie i'd be adequately excited want, because i just want the comic book that's all i want well, i just want i was I, I was amazed to find that i could not find ice pirates comic book i'm like space so easy. space piracy and space trucking Oh, <laughs> everything to do with that whole world is my yeah. jam. I well, love it. Very entertaining. Yeah. And especially yeah. if you if you get the science right, like the whole movie, I noticed every time they just 
flippantly introduced water containing things like there's a bunch of uh, inexplicably there's a bunch of of zoo animals all over this movie i don't get well, that and yeah. every yeah. time somebody would suddenly pick up a, a baby goat and start feeding it out of a, a, a milk bottle i'm like <laughs> That thing's mostly water, what you're doing right, right there. Right. That doesn't when make sense. When they're drinking uh, at the bar, it's like, well, that's probably, you know, that's water-based uh, yeah. water alcohol. When they're doing it in the virtual reality room and getting doused with rain, <laughs> I'm like, you know that's water falling that's being generated by I, this I was machine. Trying, yeah. I was trying to figure that scene out. I was trying to figure that scene out completely because I had told, as, as, a, as a 13-year-old in subsequent watches, I always kind of tune that part out because I'm like, I, I'm not really interested in your little love scene. <laughs> I'm not really interested. So I always tuned it out. And this time watching it critically, I was like, what is this supposed to be? I mean, right now, at this part of the film, we're supposed to be at our climax. I'm like, why are we stopping for a love scene? This is the we're weirdest. We're stopping for a climax yeah, or two. Right. I was like, why would we have our climax wrapped around a love scene? Don't say it again. <laughs> Right. And so it was revealed like it was revealed. Oh, because we need to play in to the real climax, which was the kid <laughs> growing up. Right. <laughs> climax. See, you're supposed to laugh. It's, it's, right. You're, exactly. You're 12 year old. Right. Man, we need to establish Robert York Jr. Right. By the way, it's because of that love scene now that I know that the vagina is the woman's control panel. Oh, that's great. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that you learned that there. What I learned is that VR tech sucked then. Like they had a screen <laughs> and it was like, all right, project the whatever that was back there and then we'll have it rain. But then how are you out of water? Yeah, that was all. That that didn't yeah. work for me. And and the and the baby animals weren't inexplicable. Uh, they were there so yeah. that you could see the passage of time, not just yeah. on the yeah. beards and the graying hair. It was the one gag they had him there. Up, by the way, they had him there right. for that one gag. And by the way, goats <laughs> don't good. live longer than that kid had grown up. So yeah, yeah, there's right. a lot of oh, yeah. that was all kinds Donkeys. of bad science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay because we're watching a science film that has people eating chicken legs <laughs> and eating apples on spaceships and stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, those apples, you know, dude, dude, everywhere, apples. everywhere, yeah. apples. Like they had one of those one of those vending machines with the little doors that you slide open, the right. plastic doors that just have a little rotating thing. It's like, oh, well, I want the, that apple. Stop on that the, one. Was <laughs> the idea that, slide the little plastic door up and take out the apple. Yep. Was the idea really trying to stave off scurvy or something? I, I mean, don't was, know. I, Maybe. Well, scurvy would have to be citrus. Yeah, citrus. That's why I thought. Yeah, yeah, I was like, the, apparently it keeps the herpy away. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, did it get mixed up somewhere? It was originally oranges, but it didn't look cool to eat oranges. I think so that I, they I could have taken all of those excess uh, apples and juice them and then you got uh, basically <laughs> enough uh, liquid to give water. you enough hydration and water like that's how you right. can survive this mess because you can plenty, got plenty of apples in space whatever the hell that's Instead about. Instead of tossing it into the uh, robot that, that has a tongue for some reason. <gasps> I love that robot. No, you I did like the robot technology for the actual robots like Pimp yeah. Robot and mm -hmm. Tongue Trash Can Robot <laughs> Pimp but, Robot and, but and where's my get, mommy robot and, when, uh, you, when, you, when you get to just a bunch of soldier robots I, yeah. I, it made me realize how much I appreciate the genius of Star Wars because Star Wars gives you basically two. I know there's a lot more, but basically two. They're very distinguishable. They're very memorable. You can make out what they look like. This movie gave you about a dozen versions of the same thing that you can't really distinguish. You right. can't, you know, like it, there wasn't anything about these robots. That I you mean, stormtroopers, storm even though they're not robots, uh, are they, they play that role, uh, yeah right? but they yes they fill that space and it and randy's right it's it's a perfect solution because basically you're doing three things you're showing something that's cool and iconic they're menacing and on the third level 
they represent something in human uh, sort of history that's very sort of SS or governmental control or whatever. So it incites this right. kind of natural feeling of resistance. And like there's all these things the stormtroopers get right. These robot right. things do not get any of that shit They're, right. They were definitely comedic relief 90% of the time because they were, you know, they were either shaking or, or crapping out their hydraulic fluid out of their butts <laughs> and another one coming behind them and falling. By the way, that pratfall actually caught me off guard. That's the only scene. That's the only scene I laughed at. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I did laugh. I did laugh at that. I actually, I actually did smile. The, 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 I immediately was like, oh, God, I love this movie because when they started off, when they when they busted into the bathroom and that one ugly alien is taking a taking a deuce, and uh, <laughs> oh, I, I forgot about him. For yeah, and, okay, and they, so that's ahead. my that's my example of where the movie loses you right out of the gate. <laughs> right, the, the movie just absolutely destroys your interest in watching more movie, but and it says, then it has it, to get you back. It's a gatekeeper. It's a gatekeeper. It says, "Are you 12? Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. You must be at least this short to enter this ride. Come on it in. It says, are you 12? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and 12-year-olds go, yeah. And everyone yeah, else says, oh, okay. I don't know about this. I really like that alien guy. And he shows up and his kind. They Everywhere. show up later. Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah. I have some good sense. I, would like, I, I would like to explore that idea in a comic series where we get the answer if it's the same freaky omniscient creature alien is he everywhere or is he just the same guy the same species he looks the same everywhere because he he does show up everywhere it's yeah. like every time I, you stand in it's like bring that guy I, in yeah. i'll guarantee you some of the fembots were the same uh you know extras the same stand-in right. actresses like mm. from oh, yeah, from yeah. the from the castration production line over mm -hmm. to Bruce Valanche's harem and so on. I'll bet you. How come, you, how come you some of those girls crazy. in his harem were legit ripped and then a couple of them had airbrushed painted? Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Another example of they were having too much fun to get the take right. When you If you watch them all wrestling uh, when oh, Valanche's yeah, yeah. comes off, some of them are just grinning at each other yeah. and have so much fun. Robert Urick is having the most fun uh, of is everyone. Is it so much fun or is it just like, I can't believe we're doing this, kind of laughing about like, oh my God, what are we? Yeah, right, I can't believe right. we're only getting paid in lunch for this or whatever they're thinking. Uh, it, it's just, there are a few, few things I like. Lanky Nibs, great name for that guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I like Lanky that. Nibs. Little Lanky Nibs, although it kept, I kept hearing nips and it threw me. <laughs> Nobody wants a pair of lanky nips, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I wrote Bruce Valanche sucks, and then I wrote Utah Desert, maybe. And I, I don't know what I'm... Oh, I'm probably thinking of the... Oh, during the Mad Max scene. Probably. Yeah, where is... I want to know where that was filmed, because it felt very... Uh, the mountains were not Nevada looking. They were not Arizona looking to me. They looked like Utah right. mountains, but I could be wrong. Could have been Colorado, for all I know. I don't know. Could have been, yeah, just like <clears throat> big flats, like uh, empty flats area. Oh, I love that stuff. Even in a crap yeah. movie, I love that stuff. So yeah. I'm all in on that stuff. What, yeah. What did you guys think about the frog lady? Uh, oh, she's... yeah. That we thought it was a frog man at the beginning? It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> she was touch horrible. Touch the homophobia. Is, but but not touch yeah. the homophobia. Or is it a clever idea that frogs can, you know, be one or the other, right? Isn't that kind of like... I don't think it's. I don't think they were thinking that hard. Dude, I don't think... think about that. Give them too yeah. much credit. I don't think they were thinking You're right. That. Too much credit. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> the, somebody I did... Somebody I loved in this was... Uh, uh, oh, what is it? What was his friend's name that was on the planet? 
Uh, all uh, the actor. Uh, oh, the, the yeah, Lanky Nibs. Was it, Lanky was it Nibs. Jaime? Was that? What was his, what was his name? No, Lanky Nibs. That's the guy. Lanky oh, was Nibs. that Lanky Nibs? Yeah, that's Lanky Nibs. Oh, okay. Nibs, yeah. yeah the well, old... Lanky Nibs, I did, I did love him. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you were talking about somebody else, but yes. Yeah, Lanky Robert Nibs, Simons, Simmons, sorry, played him. You guys know him from a billion things. That guy's in like... His attitude was fantastic. He died in 2007 at the age of 80, but you know him from things like Primary Colors and The Exorcist, Catch Me If You Can, Alias, the TV show. He was the attending physician in The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Did we we or did we not watch that for Film Sack? Have not yet. Have not yet. I want to. I saw The Omen, but I don't think we saw The Exorcist. He's also one of our Star Trek connections. He was on Deep Space Nine, played a dude on there. I remember that as well. But he was in tons of things, like Dynasty. Uh, he was Dr. Jonas Edwards. Always seemed to play a doctor. He was on St. Elsewhere. He played a doctor weren't, on ER. Weren't uh, a lot of these people like Dallas and and uh, that type of stuff, too? Didn't they like cross over into a lot of these TV oh, show sure, operas? Sure, yeah. I mean, this is the guy. If you look at that guy, you go, I'll bet you he was on Dallas. In fact, I just found it. He was on Dallas. He was on Quincy... He was on MASH. He was on Knott's Landing, Charlie's Angels, Beretta, all of that stuff. All Wait, of it. Yeah. Did, am I getting confused with, uh, spoiler, did Mary Crosby, did she shoot JR? Was that, who oh. shot JR? Uh, well, it was the character was Kristen. I can't remember. Yeah, was that Charlene so that's, Tilton? Yeah, that was her. No. That was Mary Cr- Crosby? Yeah, did Mary Crosby play? Hold on, I'll find I don't out. remember who played Kristen? who in that show. But she by did, the way, Mary Crosby, did. Bing yeah. Crosby's daughter. Yeah. Oh. What? Shut up. What? Yeah, Bing Crosby's daughter. Do you think she ever walks around the house and goes, <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, so who sh- what was the character name that shot JR? Do you- Kristen it Shepard. Kristen. It was her. Yeah. Oh, I'm it was her. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. That, How did I- she get how'd she get work after that? She can't do JR. <laughs> oh, that's because it was later. Well, okay. that, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that happened yet. In the in the in the what year was that? I don't know, but I think it was. I think it would have been. Hold on, let's see. What was it? Who done it? What was what was it? What year was that when they shot Jr.? Oh my God! If you're young and you don't know what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> who shot Jr. Riveted a nation. Oh yeah, it was all. Oh my gosh. Year. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's it, it was like, I mean, what? back when you only had four channels. Uh, when something like that happened on one of those channels, boy, it was. Uh, yeah, it was news. It right? was event television, and I'm trying to think of anything modern equivalent. Outs, you know what it's like. It's like what happened on the final or the the pen, penultimate episode of like a season of Game of Thrones or something. The way it just kind of right. permeates the mm-hmm. internet and everybody's talking about it. It's as close as we can get nowadays to what I, that Dallas I, I moment mean, was. That was huge. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff like that, like there, like the end of Lost or any any. Coming into the final yeah, episode of not as, not as big when there's so many channels and so many different things that people were watching. It's like I, you know, you everybody knew somebody. If you weren't watching Dallas, and I wasn't, but everybody knew somebody who was watching Dallas and who was right. like, "Oh my God, they killed Jr." Yeah. And prior to that, that wasn't a thing that we had a lot of. Was was you know main characters getting killed on on TV? Well, shows. they didn't kill him. He he lived, but he well yeah, we didn't we didn't know that yeah. getting shot. Yeah. That's true. We didn't know. And there's a fantastic Simpsons episode where they recreate oh, the yeah. whole thing. But it's Mr. Burns getting shot. That yeah. was the season finale that ran into the next year, and we actually got did we get to vote for who we thought shot Mr. Simpson? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. Whether we thought it was well, yeah. They had the whole this whole list of characters. It ended up yeah. being Maggie, I think. 
like accidentally yeah, shot up someone. Right. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is hilarious. When you but, think yeah. about it, there are these huge touchstones in television, and they keep coming. <laughs> uh, you know, like well, I, the end of Lost. I remember in that two-week period between the second and last episodes of Lost, we were all so convinced that the ending was going to be really satisfying. Yeah. Like I didn't even watch Lost until afterwards. Yeah. But but, but we, do you remember how everyone was talking about how it was going to end and and make up for all of all of its disappointments? There was, was a so ton of fervor. I was so <laughs> sick of Lost after the third season. I didn't anything really? that was coming out. I was like not interested. I eventually went back and watched the whole thing. But me and me yeah. and Ibbett were week to week on the okay. spot. Again, yeah. loved it. I, Talking about the discussion at the time, which I'm right. sure you observed. <laughs> well, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I wouldn't have observed it because if I come up to a conversation, people are going, so I'm, so I'm lost. Like, God, go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I'm not, I don't want to. So you actively avoided that back in the day? Well, because I just didn't want to hear it. Not because it was like, oh, don't spoil it for me. I was just like, I just don't want to have this conversation. I'm still mad at season three of Lost. I got to go. Yeah. I like season. I got over it. You know me. I I have weird issues, but yeah, I know what Randy's saying. Yes, there is. There are these TV events. But yes, I'm not talking to you. I'm gonna go watch Ice Pirates for the 40th time. See you later, people. (laughs) I'm gonna go watch the Ice Pirates, where the world makes sense. What do you guys think is the thing that grossed me out the most? Because there oh are moments gosh. in this thing so that are there, there's so many that could, could be pressing play on the DVD. It grossed you. No, nope. <laughs> I want to watch this. <laughs> no, nope, but that's a good that's point. A really good question. Uh, to me, it's a very easy pick. Uh, was it something during the conveyor belt? Was it the sticking something into his mouth during the conveyor belt? No, I didn't like that. And that was a runner up. But no, mm. easily a runner up, though. Jeez. Wow. What the hell are they doing right. with that probe, dude? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to look for that. It's, and, it's once you hear it, you're gonna go. Oh, of course, of course. It's well, I mean, not, this is it, everything. Oh, is it face herpes? It's, it's not the herpy. Bad. The herpy was fine. That's just is it the effects. the guy on the far right that's supposed to have been castrated and is not one of the one of our space pirate heroes <laughs> no. who. Uh, his unit is clearly visible through his mm. white jumper. Yeah, I felt like he got away with something, but um, <laughs> but no, none of that bothered me. None I don't know. Me. What was it? it was when Bruce Valanche had to open his mouth and present the broil ring thing. Oh, God, oh, yeah. And they had to reach out and like, take it off his tongue. And, oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> he is just, that is a maw of death and destruction. There's nothing I want to pull out of his freaking hole. That is so sick. That grossed me out. Anyway, so there you go. Grossest moment of the movie. Easily that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like, what is it about saliva that is just so outside yeah, the his, anything with licking his fingers, stuff like that. Is it's a, not is a that big... it's Bruce Valanche's mouth hole. Oh, it's got nothing Bruce. to do. Yeah. I don't care about, look, you make out with people. That's great. Swap your spit. Who cares? I don't care. It's this Bruce Valanche going Blah, with his big, nasty thing. <laughs> I just love the very next thing that Robert Urich does. What else you got in there? <laughs> not <laughs> oh some gosh. kind of bank. Yeah. And then someone's, uh, and then I think Valance says uh, nothing. We want to make a deposit. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't geez. like that. I did not like the Nintendo. No, no. I say Nintendo. You didn't like the Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, the Super Nintendo Chalmers. I thought it was. Yeah, I. He's whatever. He. It's just something about it. I. All I can think of is just like sour, milky, sloppy cottage cheese mouth. Blah. 
You grew up with somebody that had sour milk every day. I don't know who it was, but they messed you up bad. Yeah, they got they left a mark. They left a mark. You're not kidding. I hate D-S-D, and that D stands for dairy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had, uh, well, this is a thing for TMS, but I had that uh, shake over there at the, at the Arby's. Oh, at Arby's. Yeah, it was, it was good. I still, I still, it was good. Uh, which, it was, which shake? It was a good call. It's this Jamocha. Yeah. Jam- oh, Jamocha is so good. It's pretty good. Oh, I'm that? still going to oh. say, though, the chocolate shake over at uh, Chick-fil-A is better. Pull a, right. I can't hear Randy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I choose not to hear him. Oh, what did he say? Oh. I missed it. He tried to say something bad about Jamoka Shake, just like lost oh. away from the I'll walk away from that conversation. There's no shake at Arby's that should be described as good. Like <laughs> Oh stop. Oh stop had, it now. They've had totally edible things, but it's like we're talking about milkshakes, and there are really there are actually good milkshakes in existence. What Arby's serves is it's apple meat. apple turnover beverage. That is acceptable, but don't call it good. I think it's better than that. Jamoka is yeah. jam- delicious. It's pretty it's good. Way, like, like as far as like you, you put it up against a McDonald's or a Burger King shake, it's gonna win no, every time. No, you yeah, put those it are against, all bad too. but right. you put it up against like a um, uh, the Chick Fil A shake, which I had, and I agree, Scott is is so is good. the best. But um, I think we both need to try a Sonic shake. I like oh, Sonic is excellent as well. Yeah, yeah. I keep hearing yeah. Sonic is good. Uh, I mean, Very I know there are places awesome. that specialize. We're not talking about those. We're talking about no, no, no. in the know. cheap in the cheap shakes in this area. Uh, Del Taco is the one that everybody goes for. Really, I don't know why. a Del Taco shake? Weird. Yes, shakes at Del Taco. I have a Del Taco like uh, I don't know five blocks from me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check that out. I've been doing the, this. The, this the shake pirates. Yeah, we're doing. We're doing. Uh, <laughs> also, I always thought this was just called Ice Pirates, not the Ice Pirates. Right, boy, the- they, boy, you watch the trailer for this thing, and they are pushing that the like they spent money on it. No kidding. Right? Yeah. And, it, and listen, I understand that its usage is is makes sense in some cases. In uh, if the Today Show is called the Today Show, it's not Today Show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Morning Stream is the Morning Stream, not Morning Stream. Although you can say that if you right. want, but. There's certain ones you don't need it, and I don't think Ice Pirates needs a the in front of it. It's no, just, really doesn't. Yeah. We've dropped it. It's just Ice Pirates. Yeah. And I always thought mm-hmm. it was until I saw it again, and the logo came up, and it has a big fat the there, and I went, what? All right, fine. What's that the doing there? I really enjoyed uh, the Star Wars Episode Four, The A New Hope. Yeah, The, the yeah, A yeah. New Hope. It's amazing <laughs> stuff. Good usage there. All right, uh, let's see. What's with all the goats, I said? Oh, yeah, because they had that one joke. Uh, <laughs> because of the really joke. it that was really the goat it. Joke. And they apparently came like they brought those goats up from desert planet yeah, yeah. from from lankies, uh, lankies those are lankies personal goats and boars yep right yep right. and it was all for the one gag that's it one just one gag yep. oh, they were so cute though that was like boy every time they were on the screen that was all i could look at yeah brian likes a look good at baby the goat. little baby little baby pigs yeah little baby pigs baby goats oh until they poo and then you want to get rid of them the oh worst. yeah uh, Dunaway, I thought of you when they kept speeding up the film for the time travel oh, stuff. Oh, I know the, you love that. The time that. travel, I the, the time travel thing worked. That was fine. It was the. Uh, it wasn't even time travel, really. It was you no. know the yeah. boarding. I, w- I was good with that because it kind of like it's, it's it time clever. travel in the way that we're also traveling through time currently right okay. now by time <laughs> passing. Was, I thought it was clever use there. I did not like it when they did it with the uh, earlier when they ran over the robot and. And then he was going, where's my, my, my ba- the baby, 
mommy, oh, baby, yeah. that yeah. robot. I didn't like when they sped up the vehicles at that point with the motorcycle. Yeah, uh, it, I didn't. I didn't care for it. Then. Also, why is that motor? There's a motorcycle inside of like the king's whatever the hell the, the cops, place they're in. The cop car was near too. I was like, what is <laughs> what is this? Yeah, right. Everything right. about that sucked. And I noticed. I sent you guys a gift too. But yeah, the it. football Love player it. guy is free balling it, and oh yeah, man! <laughs> when he jumps up on that bike, everyone's getting slapped with a nine foot wiener. It's not good. Right. Yeah, there was uh, there was more. I, I put this in our notes, but there was more commando going on in this film than in the actual Arnold Schwarzenegger commando <laughs> than in film. Commando. <laughs> there was. Like you know the the uh, the costume whoever was in charge of costumes must have just forgot that big box of underwear that they were gonna yeah. have everybody wear. I, yeah. I really struggled with not stealing that from my opening and just just to stick it to you. I really almost just I'm t- I'm keeping it. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna you do whatever you gotta do. Opening. You gotta do whatever you <laughs> do. Up. And, and then just claimed you might yeah. right. And then just claimed it was mine the whole time. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys? You did. did you guys kind of want to see? So all the time sped up, and that's fine. Beards and whatever. Um, and then, hey, check on the, the girl. She doesn't feel Man. good. Check on her later. The baby's here. I wanted yeah. to see the sped up birthing. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> I want to know what that was like, you know, because it was so quick, and that baby came out of nowhere. Worst crying baby oh, ever. Oh, my gosh. That was great. I, I would love to have seen some trivia on why that baby just lost its shit. I mean, it didn't just cry. I mean, that baby looked over at something. Yeah. And Robert Urich was supposed to be over there. Yeah, I think Robert Urich poked it, it with flipped. a needle or yeah. something. I don't know what happened yeah. there, but yeah. that baby was. They need to talk to not PETA, uh, whoever's in charge of protecting kids PETA. on set. <laughs> right, right. The, the the equivalent of uh, <laughs> PETA Be- for babies, PETA or whatever. Yeah. So, so did they not experience time going by? Like she seemed awfully surprised to see her maid had had not just died, but also had decayed. Like ex- yeah. experienced about forty years of. Of decay. Yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes, that, yeah. That it makes no sense. It's a it's a joke that you're just supposed to flash on and giggle. Yeah, and she on. came out it's with just... like crystal gale hair and then noticed right. noticed that right. she looked like one of those corpses in Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's trying to get through that pyramid. Mm-hmm. Right, apparently apparently that woman was responsible for cutting her hair too. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's yeah. that's yeah. uh Oh, she annoyed the, the hell out of me, that woman too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole movie. Well, it's just her role. Well, and, and it's not did... just her role, but she's like the maid. I mean, this is this had this had uh, uh, Robin Hood smeared all over this movie. Like he, sure. they're they're merry men. He's kind of like Robin Hood. She's made Marion. That's her help person or her whatever handmaiden. handmaiden. Right. And she even dressed like it. Now, when I'm in like you know three the year three thousand in space pirate future space. Your handmaiden's really gonna look like she's from eighteen forty-five, like the dress and the. Yeah, are you? Of course, that's what that was. Their, I, I mean, they were even the Knights Templar. You know, they were they were all chainmail and everything. Yeah, chainmail and stuff. I mean, eh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sucked. I didn't like it. But that, yeah. didn't like it. <laughs> don't like it. That's it. Don't like, don't like I'm it. I'm walking but... away from this conversation. <laughs> don't, don't like it. Don't approve. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I don't. I did laugh when the little kid peed on Robert Yurick. I thought that was funny. Oh. Take a little squirt. Right into, right oh yeah, that's me. Yep, tastes like me. That must be me. Yeah, that's, that's my yeah. son. All right. That's Robert Urich Urin. That's Urich Urin. You might call it Urikin. Mm. Robert Urich. Uh, you guys want to do sound clips? <laughs> I have a bunch oh my of gosh, got, there's got to be some just, new ones, right? Can, can we just listen to the whole movie? Well, there, was, there wasn't right. a time when I wasn't amused at the very least by the sounds. There was some stuff. Uh, let's play. Oh, here's that theme I hated. <laughs> play it every time 
Yeah. Anything heroic happened. It's it was out of place and terrible. I hated it. Uh, here's a line you'd never probably say today. What happened? Do we rape? We pillage? It's well, I can tell you what happened. To thirty years of uh, of uh, societal growth. That's what happened. <laughs> of realizing that that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> He said that like a second after sexually assaulting her. Yeah. Like a yeah. second oh, later. Yeah. No, a that's second. that was the the point is he was like Oh, couldn't I just stay and rape her a little bit? Yeah, Isn't wouldn't that be okay? <laughs> Come on, just a little. Someone stick around here and wave the smoke off so I can so I can rape her, please. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it. And by the, by the way, didn't that look like a dangerous setting? Like like she was uh, laying. The actress is laying in a spot where she might suffocate. Yeah, mm. no, she's inside of a little like a plexiglass dome. I mean, I don't know. It's space. Maybe that's they get a some. Good point. Well, no, I mean, but they did have to. Yeah, they they did have to like. Start the smoke. Now put the glass dome over. Okay, everybody, positions and action. And there's like all that time she's just sitting there breathing that, that uh, it whatever. smoke or dry ice or something like that, right? It looked like smoke. It didn't look like the typical dry ice. And, and that dry ice, was, dry ice would have had to have been like on her back if it was. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, a whole nother brand of getting hurt. Right. Yeah, good point. I don't know what they did there. They, lo- they cared less back then about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was liquid smoke. That stuff you get with the when you put it in your fingers, you buy it in the comic books, and you do that. That stuff is way better than it should be for like adding to. Uh, oh, I thought it was yeah. so cool. You go to like a barbecue sauce and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Why, I don't know why that stuff fascinated me. Anyway, fake smoke is dumb. Uh, when you record your ADR on different microphones, is what this clip is. Keep going. I'll catch up. There's a whole fleet out there. That's yeah, no way you two are standing right there face to face when you right. those things. You heard me mention, by the way, that Roscoe is uh, is Vern, V E R and Vern from Rain Man, right? Yes. Uh, is it really? Yeah. Yes. He's yes. That is correct. Right. The guy who right the guy that Tom Cruise steals uh, Dustin Hoffman from at the very beginning. Right. Would you right, say right. that's wow. his most famous appearance? I would say that's his most famous appearance. That's what, when I was like, I, who, how do I know that guy from? That was the, I think that was the first thing, you know, known for on IMDb. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like the name Michael D. Roberts meant something to me, but I looked through his list. I'm like, I, not really. Like His face yeah. is very recognizable. I mean, like immediately mm-hmm. you look at him and go, oh, Michael D. Roberts. And even now where he's really sagging out, he, he's still very familiar. What I think mm-hmm. of him as, I always think he's the guy from uh, Full Metal Jacket that has. Oh, the, right. Yeah. And it's not him. It has to. It's not him. Yeah. But I always think it's him uh, for whatever reason. But he mm. always seems so nervous to me. Just looks like he's about to cry or die or break or fall or something. Just has that look to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in. He's, um, got, he's got sad eyes. He's in that. Well, and when, when I very first looked him up while watching the movie, when I first, first looked him up, I thought. Oh, it's uh, the it's uh, Miles from Terminator Two. Yeah, he's a little like that too, mm. a little bit. And that's uh, Joe Morton, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, Joe Morton, who has been in everything. Yeah, <laughs> I like Joe Morton a lot. You know him from oh, I don't know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good re- agent. If you ever see yes, the chicken exactly. roaster episode of uh, Seinfeld, it's one of Kenny Rogers' chicken thing. <laughs> right. Uh, he's in that episode. His name is Ipswich in that, and I was that's I, that's probably the thing I think of him most because I watched Seinfeld way too much in my house. But right. this guy's been in everything: Airwolf, like all the TV shows. He was on The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody for an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> um. Yeah, here's a, a guy that I wrote. I hate this guy so much. Is it a lack of ships, Commander? Or a lack of resolve. 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 I'm going to over pronounce every word I say. Some, 
sometimes the actor is in a different movie and he doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those guys. And also, and he was one of those guys that I thought I'd seen in something else, and I couldn't find anything that I recognized him from. But he just everybody he just seemed exudes like familiarity. Yeah, to yeah. Me. he has he um he bummed me out because his character is way underdeveloped. They barely touch on him. Like he's there at the beginning and being kind of evil, and then he misses. Then he's gone. He's just gone for a long time, and then he comes back and goes ha ha. And then he's got a beard and he's getting old too. It's just mm. dumb. <laughs> By the way, he's <laughs> he's still alive. If, if the movies to be believed, when they reverse everything somehow, actually, how did they reverse the aging thing? They didn't. They didn't. It, they just came out of the wormhole, and it was yeah. just this convenient like, oh we're right back where we were when this whole thing started exactly like we were. It's like, Oh, what a waste of time. But now at least we know she's pregnant. Right. Look, it's earth. Yeah. It's earth. Right. And if most inefficient, uh, pregnancy test, by the way, just gotta know. It seems very efficient, right? You just go to the future, see if she has a baby. Oh, you do. Okay. You're, you're uh, pregnant. All right. Here's 10 seconds of how bad the sound mixing is. I don't mean the music, just the sound mixing in general, bad audio editing. Here it is. Nine seconds. Partner, they always follow our It's up to you, partner. Shut off the room, Mike. Which, um, Perlman starts going, starts doing the countdown at the same volume that everybody else is talking. Yeah, I'm bumping around <laughs> in their feet and the sound of their clothes bumping up on stuff. It's just awful. It's really bad. All right. Kill him anyway, I wrote. I'll catch the son of a bitch. I'll kill him anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy, the prisoner. Yeah. Because he was looking for his chains. Yeah. And he just killed me. I, I, I didn't see him in the list anywhere, but he's got a great, yeah, great uh, face. Emotional face. Yes. Yeah. He made a face that reminded me of that new This Is America video, uh, Child yeah. Yeah, Dino video. Yeah, one of yeah. those faces. Um, oh, by the way, I watched a very old, I'm not going to say who because they listen to this show. I think I think they do. A very old person uh, had somebody hand them a phone, a cell phone, to watch that video, the Childish mm-hmm. Gambino video. Oh, yeah. And they're kind of looking at it going, well, this is interesting. This is interesting. And it gets to the part where he shoots the dude in the chair. Right, so the very first thing that yeah, happens, which right? is all, you know, all of it is messaging and all of it's, you know, it's all on purpose. But to this old person just as well, that's just a shirtless. <laughs> and actually to this old person is probably that's just a shirtless black man shooting some innocent guy in a chair. <laughs> this, this makes sense. Yeah. This so tracks. she sees that and she goes and as soon as it happens, she kind of goes, oh, well, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. That was hard. the point. You're not supposed this is to America. like it. Yeah, you're this not supposed a... to like that. In fact, you're supposed to really hate that and then think about that. And yeah, it's, it was... I'd be more disappointed if you did like that. Right? <laughs> Ooh, I oh, like that. that. Oh, Ooh. oh yeah. that was so special. Is there a way to rewind on this? <laughs> Can I watch phone? this again? Can I slow it down? It's fantastic. All right, here's uh, something about clergy. They don't castrate clergy. Oh, that's good to know. They don't castrate them. That's yeah. great. Ooh. All right. Uh, this says up for it. What? Well, maybe we could just get together later then, huh? Oh, I don't think you'll be up for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't have a wiener. <laughs> Poor, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, because that that castration machine uh, that's going to take off more than just. But but remember the, how the remember how the the time the forward time travel was just all undone and it didn't matter. Yeah. Same thing with the castration. Yeah, we just, yeah. This case didn't actually happen. Didn't matter. Yeah. And by the way, 
a conveyor belt seems like the worst way to do any of that stuff right right? like none of it shaving something somebody while they're moving on a conveyor belt or or trying to do dental work or check somebody's ears maybe they should just put them in chairs and have everybody else come in and out of of (laughs) right yeah no it's completely (laughs) ineffective it's a waste of energy and space and conveyor technology it's dumb but it it, but at 12 it yeah. was such a machine, and it seemed it scarred me. It it's a cartoon. The crap it's because it, we all grew up on cartoons where conveyor right. belts Very were a thing. Jetsons. It's it was so it was so trying to be a Jetsons thing. Yep. Like having the little robot arms going and you know fixing your teeth and then shaving you. You know, like as as you're going down the conveyor belt, poop out the other side. You look like a totally. We can't afford robot arms, so we're going to just have people. Yeah, people will do it. See, I wrote. I also hated this. I wrote. So here's this. Yeah, <laughs> I hated that. What was that? I, I, I don't even that was, remember. That what was that him is. anticipating. That was Roscoe anticipating castration. Correct. Oh, jeez. Yeah, correct. It's, it's, oh. it's really bad. Um, here's Mr. Pitts from Seinfeld. Found his control panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's. Sorry, now that's throwing me out. Uh, here's Mr. Pitts from Seinfeld, who makes an appearance in this movie. This is where the completed units are finally inspected and shipped to the retailers. Turn around and present yourselves. They are fine-looking specimens. Yes. Sometimes I think it's a shame that they uh, do all the things that they do to them. And then he turned right around and cut a Snickers bar yeah. in half with a knife. So there you go. Sometimes I think it's a shame because I would actually like to play with their intact penises. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they get, you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. walk up to the, oh Line. crap, someone's going to record having me having said that on this podcast. <laughs> oh well. Uh, it's all right. What are you going to do? Out of context Jamie. clips are a, are a hallmark of the Frog Pants Network. Don't worry about it. Here's a, something racist, sort of. What about the black ones? Ah, oh, yes. We found them to be very popular. Uh, why? They because don't... they match the furniture. Because they're penises. They're... That's oh, because rare. they match. Right, there's this part. Yeah. Well, I but think it's... we should take the black one, definitely. He'll go very well with the new wallpaper. <laughs> what? It's awful. <laughs> because people are things. Right. Yeah, right? Black wallpaper? <laughs> it's the future. Seems I mean, like you're the, out worst, and... the worst wallpaper. Well, maybe it's... To complement some other wallpaper, like the black will look good on wallpaper. Either guess, way, yeah, next to this either way, wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, either way, it sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. It's not yeah. good. All right, here's Lanky Nibs or them talking about him. His name is Lanky Nibs, a rabble rouser from the midsection. You know the midsection. <laughs> a rabble rouser from the midsection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? The rabble rouser from my midsection got cut off on that conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Look, look, the midsection. Can we just agree? terrible way to call a section of space that sucks yeah. all the all the terminology there there were so many sequences where i was not paying attention to we're going to go to the epsilon quadrant and there's a 6.2 parsec like shut just talk. everything you said like, there need- that stuff you just made up there on the fly was better than all the things they that said that wasn't made up right. that's what they said in the movie well maybe no i, I just it's just ridiculous <laughs> like why not just talk it's good to see you what are you doing? We're going to try to go get some ice. Like, just talk. Yeah. Now, if there was a movie. By the way, yeah. So, and I'm kind of going back to, like, you know, the whole premise of the film. But they're ice pirates, yet it's water that that um, is is uh, scarce, yeah. right? right? So do they have giant refrigeration unit, like giant freezers somewhere? That Did I miss a, 
a point in the film where they were freezing no, the no, water? They, they, no, no, they never said how they kept the ice frozen. We just assume there's some kind of hand wavy technology to keep. Well, the water okay, frozen. but there it was... just seems like all right. If we're transporting this stuff in big tanks as as right. actual water, it's a lot cheaper than everybody having to have a a unit that can freeze water and then a unit that can also keep the water frozen in their cargo bay. Right, I agree. Also, the cargo bay they were using for a lot of the shots, and they were painted. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they they were just stacked in there with other stuff. Like there was clearly not a refrigeration sort of thing happening. But later in the movie, when they were uh, getting ready for the final fight, he was walking mm-hmm. around on the scaffolding, and there was like icicles everywhere, and it was all cold in there. So I, right. I assume that they what they were trying to do there was say, oh yeah, just so you know, everything in here is freezing. That's how we're able to have the ice. I, I just, don't know. and I guess water pirates just doesn't sound as fun for the name. Yeah, right. No, for sure, <laughs> the water <Absolutely>. pirates. <laughs> right, it's so terrible. Can you imagine trying to steal water? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> how are we supposed to carry this? Right. <laughs> I mean, I do like the idea of extracting ice. See, this is why I think a modern remake is a smart idea. You, 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 you're actually getting this ice from asteroids where there are ice deposits, and you, and and you're pulling these huge chunks of unwieldy ice out, and you're having to contain those. Like that's interesting. Right. They, no, they have totally... big dehydrators that take all the liquid, all the moisture out of the water, and so they can store the water in smaller containment vessels. Yes. See, 2018. <laughs> they take the water out of the water. In the skin. All right, hey, check this out. This is the owl from The Secret of Nim. Now, if there's any movie I saw more than any other movie growing up, even more than Star Wars, I watched The Secret of Nim to death. I loved yes. that movie. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And there's an actor in this movie who was also in that. In The Secret of Nim, he plays the owl. In this one, he plays the guy with the thing on his head who was dying. I don't remember his deal, what, who he was related to. But anyway, here's his voice, and as soon as you hear it, you'll go, oh, that guy. Come closer. They want me to disconnect. Give up my body. I can still feel with it. The Lee of the Stone, he would say in Secret of Nim. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Secret of Nim in a while, he's this giant owl that she has to go get advice from who wants to eat her because she's a mouse, but he won't do it. And he's awesome. That guy's right, great. Right. Totally wasted Why on this. Why do you want me to eat you? What are you doing? Oh, You're so, poison. I love Secret of Nim. Secret, so first, Secret of Nim is a little old for me. I don't I don't remember seeing it as a kid. It's two years older than this. I'm, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Dom uh, DeLuise is in it. Yeah, Will, uh, Will, Will a, Wheaton is in it. Will Wheaton's yeah, a little kid. We had a kid. teacher in, um, uh, in art school who made us watch it because the color, the, the color choices that they make are very, very... Um, clever, lots of subliminal use of color that it's like, all right, when they're in this area, they have this color because it evokes this emotion. And when they're in this area, it's this color because that evokes this this feeling. Right. And uh, so she made us watch it. I loved it. It was also kind of adult for its time. Uh, It featured a scene where a mouse litter, or I think he was a rat, uh, yelled damn on screen. And I remember thinking, whoa, you can say you can do that in cartoons whoa i couldn't believe it (laughs) it was pg rated pg which is kind of crazy because everything animated was g at that time and and uh freaking don bluth i you know just love him so anyway that if you haven't if you have never seen secret of nim i would still recommend it i think it's (laughs) i think it's great and even dom deluise isn't that annoying he plays a crow yeah who's pretty pretty good it's kind of tragic yeah, it is. But yeah. again, John John Carradine is who we're talking about, right? Yeah, I love him. He could read me to sleep every night. He's my ASMR. That guy just 
The like he, he could read you to sleep, like, but like he would let you know first, right? He wouldn't like just suddenly show up, not like an envisioning where. <laughs> no, no he, just, I would want him to do it, and he could just sit there and tell me a little story. But there's right. something. About but he would call first, though, yeah, right? Because yeah. otherwise, you creep me out. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I feel like John Carradine should be our uh, IMDb profile photo of the week, and only because they caught him. They caught him uh, out yachting, yachting. He's out on a yacht. Yeah. And he's the yacht master <laughs> in his photo. He's the he's the captain of the yacht. He's oh, yeah, the guy who yep. gets to decide what's playing on the radio of, in the yacht right, right. that he's on. He died it, just a few four years after this, at the age of eighty two. He was already pretty old. That's uh, he's again not on a boat. That's perhaps. a yacht. Yeah, that John Carradine is is having his cigarette on. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you don't know who I'm talking about, you guys, go look him up and, and just listen to that dude say words. He is something else. <laughs> he had a really unique voice. All right. Um, that's what? That sound it makes? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the burping that little the herpy. No, it was a little herpy that uh, yeah. when, oh. it, when it ran off and there was a close-up of it screen, uh, flipping by the camera, it went... <laughs> <laughs> like total alien moment too yeah. right like yep. the yeah. chest burster running across the thing yeah. have, have either of you any of you guys ever heard the term herpy like the singular form of herpes it's no. always been herpes for yeah. me i've never right realized never. because they travel actually, in packs right they don't just travel by themselves They're... i just automatically thought you know you you don't Oh, well, you've actually, you've got a very mild case of herpes with only one herpy. Right. One herpy. <laughs> you've got a bad case of herpy. Yeah. I've never yeah, heard really. that either. This movie, this movie was uh, educational in that regard because I always thought it was right. just, do you have herpes? Kind of like you have, you know, Asperger's or you have crabs. crabs. You know, they don't right. say you've got crab. Yeah, you've got you... a crab. It's large right. and you it's think, in your crotch. Right. But, you it's, think but it's just one. Talk about, you think people would know, um, uh, would know about herpes as much if it wasn't such a weird word to say? I mean, if it was uh, like, you know, one word to say, herpes. yeah, yeah, probably mm. not. If, if it was like when we grew up, gonorrhea and some of these other names were just as big or, right. you know, the problem, I mean, but everyone knew herpes because herpes is fun to say herpes, yeah. herpes, herpes. Yeah, it's not it's not fun to have, but it's fun to say. That's what like we're. Yeah. Syphilis. Not yeah. fun. Yeah. Not fun. Herpes. <laughs> plus, I, my, my... plus, if you've got a cold sore, you've got a form of herpes. Yeah, you do. Right. You do. Well, kind of. Yeah. But you can't say there's a cold sore running around on the ship that's just not <laughs> the ship not has a case of cold sore yeah right it's not, also mm, which makes no know. sense because it's not cold I, i've never understood that right. term cold right. sore like I, in fact for a long time that was coal sore and it was named after somebody with the name coal c-o-l-e I just <laughs> oh figured, wow yeah you yeah. Know, you got one of those coal sores uh named I after Bob because, what do you think that uh what, I uh, by the way, because, go ahead that silver tape that you use to um to seal like uh, pipes and things what, what what's that called uh duct tape duct tape yes duct tape not duct duck, tape duct duck, quack tape quack tape duck, 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 i thought when i was a kid quack quack right. tape duck so tape. yeah cold sore my guess is that uh when you have one about to present itself is that you have cold symptoms oh. isn't that the whole oh, was that thing the that's what i was yeah, they probably, was, yeah. probably yeah. they probably used to go together more for people right how about you what it was how about caulking and everyone say hey we gotta cock those windows i'm like what we got to what with the windows? We got to cock the Hawk. windows. Cock the windows. C A U L K. Oh, I know, Hawk. I know. But when I was oh, a kid, oh, I know, Brian. I thought well, <laughs> we call when, I was, when I was a kid, I thought everybody was saying cock the windows. C O C K. I want to cock the window. 
and for they're just, and, they're just some things in English that we should have come up with better words for. The one that drives me nuts is the word B O U Y. We have to have a better word for B O U Y. I think if we just changed the spelling, we'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like B O O E Y. Right. Yeah. Let's just it, call it a buoy. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, like misheard we'll lyrics. Like, you'll say it. Don't let nobody pick your bum. Don't let nobody pick your bum. <laughs> I mean, that's Makes good sense. advice, no matter who you are. I don't care who you are. Great advice. Here's Space Herpy. Space Herpy. Space Herpy. Space Herpy. Space Herpy. Uh, go towards the light, Carol Ann. Not a slow one in the batch. They're fresh from the lower sector this morning. It's that lady from... Uh, it is the lady from... Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. She's weird. I mean... She's not weird. I mean, she's... Okay, Brian, let me just say something here. In our PC future, I understand we're all worried about saying things about each other, but why was this lady hired for things? Because she's odd. That's why she got hired. She's she's unique. Okay, that's another word for it. She is she's unique, which also the word odd means, by the way, means she's an odd one out. She's a she's different than others, meaning unique. So she's right. unique and she's odd. She's very odd. And that's why they right. hire her to do things because she comes in and she's all squat and has a really squeaky, funny little voice. And it's perfect for discordant movies like uh, Poltergeist. Where he's like, oh, it's hard well, that, that line, see, Caroline. There, there's, a, there's a fine line between exploitation and uh, good casting. Yeah. So are you going to say yeah. odd and infer that she was a uh, exploit, exploitative character? Or are you going to infer that she is a uh, character because she was a unique character and we're talking about aliens and we want to feel like someone I'm, is unique or different. I'm saying every every job she got hired for in Hollywood was because she was a squeaky voiced kind of weirdo. Absolutely, Demanative. she's interesting. To, she's interesting yes. to look at. Yeah, right. Yeah, and here. But this is in here. This is kind of like the this is kind of like the trouble with Apu. It's you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Art is in the eyes and ears of the audience. Right. Yeah. And if you know if Apu starts out as a funny character that people like. And then as time passes, lots and lots of people find themselves being made fun of in real life because of Apu. That becomes a problem, right? So, like, the the question about the future, Scott, is where what's going to happen? Like, right. is this kind of thing going to make people uncomfortable, you know, on a, on a level that we have to go back and say that wasn't good, right? Maybe. Like, maybe. Just, maybe. The Apu case, you can make a really strong case for actual... Uh, discrimination and racism and stuff like that. Where in this case, it's like, well, she's just weird. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's okay. It got her a really cool career in, like, in Hollywood. But it's the same thing as like Richard Keel always getting hired to play big, you know, scary thug looking dudes. And Same right. deal. Same deal. Weird yeah. looking guy. Totally fits so, for the stuff he gets right. hired for. Nothing wrong with that. And so you say the word weird, and I think a lot of our listeners probably can relate to this. We've all probably been called weird at some point in time. And growing up, when we were growing up, Someone being called weird was like not really necessarily an insult. It wasn't received as an mm. insult by me. It was it was like, oh look, I am unique. But over time, it became a little more hurtful. And to, to uh, say you know, weird because we, I don't mind. I'm I'm weird. I'm totally weird. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. call myself weird all the time. Yeah. I'm weird I think looking. so too. So that's one of those words that's kind of been able to kind of skirt it a little bit, right? Okay. I see, mean, I thought kind of, I I thought we we were originally talking here about people who are stricken with dwarfism. And like, oh, I, no, no, know, no, 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 that's not I immediately. I immediately thought about how there's talk of making another Willow movie. And like, you know, like you, you are it, there's going to be a different uh, understanding of yeah, right. the little people in 
any kind of uh, universe. That's a really that's happens. a really interesting point because that's kind of what we're saying. Like every time, what's his name? Can think of his name? Who played uh, Willow and Wicket and uh, Professor Flitwick and whatever? Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. Anyway, that guy is always taking roles where they need a little diminutive, tiny person. Right, not right. Troyer. That's another one. No, no Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. That's Warwick Davis, Davis, Warwick Davis is yeah. a really good example. Yeah. yeah, and he's you know perfect for that stuff. He just nails every one of those roles. It's always good. Marvin the Martian, all of them. But why are they hiring him? Because he's a little tiny dude. And is that? I mean, what is what does that mean? I don't know. Why? Right, why? Right. Why did we put Kenny Baker in a can and make him be R two for years? <laughs> Well, probably because he's a little tiny guy who can do it. He know? would fit in it. I mean, because mm-hmm. it, we needed something because let's face it. I mean, motorizing something like that back then it, when Star Wars was made would have been very difficult. So oh, I mean, right. only made nowadays it seems like nothing. But oh, yeah. yeah. No big exactly. deal now. And of course, Man, imagine if they had to put somebody in BB-8. Oh, my God. They'd be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> they had a little barf well, get, panel get, in the back. You get my point, right, Scott? Like, yeah. we just don't we don't know. Like, there are plenty of things that in the future will probably not seem as savory because Along the way, people get hurt over it. Yeah, you know? and, and, that's, and that la- and this that, lady, that as far as I know, she was she she didn't have dwarfism, did she? As far I'm, I'm, uh, I don't not that that I don't know what her if she has any disorder. She I just short. know that she's a unique she, individual. I love her voice. I think that she yeah uh, she's she, shorter. She always she, was, she elicits yeah. uh, she elicits attention. I mean, because when you mm-hmm. see her and hear her, you're like, oh, I am so focused right now. I don't know what's going on. If I was Carol Ann, right. I would totally go toward the light. <laughs> Oh Don't yeah, get Teen Witch. By the way, we saw her in Teen oh, Witch that's right. too. Oh yeah. right, she was the, the gypsy lady the with gypsy, the right. ball and stuff. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. We have some clips of her hidden somewhere. We do. Yeah. All right. Uh, Good job. They. I put you owe us an apology. I think you owe the lady and me an apology. Oh, that, oh, I was. I wanted to make sure I had a clip of. Uh, we haven't talked about her hardly at all, but Angelica Houston all up in this thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's because uh, you know you. I mean, I mean, she's not had like no amazing stellar career but it certainly seemed above the ice pirates right oh yeah well she's yeah i mean pritzy's honor wasn't she nominated for um oscar yeah oscar right? won an yeah. oscar won an oscar, oh, oscar. Pritzy's oscar? Honor. yeah okay. so she, she wouldn't be better. best actress in a supporting role yeah. in 1986 she's amazing and in uh, she, all the wes anderson movies off her resume she's <laughs> she's really good <laughs> yeah. at, she's good in wes anderson movies that she's in uh royal tannenbaums is better because she's in it i think she's great mm-hmm. in the adams family movies like she's nothing oh, wrong yes. with her yeah, yeah she's right. great. she also oh, and she also won a golden globe for a tv movie called iron jawed angels yeah. about 15 years ago yeah i remember that and and has been nominated many times for emmys and baftas and uh even a comedy award nomination for adam's family values now her hmm. dad was john houston or her grandpa was john houston because she's related to the famous director John Huston, but I can't right. remember how directly. If it's dad, I don't or know. Grandpa. Okay, so uh, her dad was John Huston. Okay, dad then. And then her mom was a famous ballerina. Oh, all right. Well, she she has kind of a um, Eastern European kind of Romanian thing going on. Look to her. Mm. Maybe that's yeah. where that's coming from. Is her mom? I don't. I have no idea. But I've just she's always had that kind of cool. Yeah, like if she said, if somebody said, "Oh, meet this French lady before she speaks," you'd go, "Oh, a nice right. French lady." You'd you'd believe it. She's actually, she yeah. actually calls herself uh, Scott Scottish and Irish. Oh, uh, really? That's interesting. Oh, really? She spent, she spent a great deal of her childhood in Ireland. Well, that's because that's where they've got the lucky charms. Yeah. No, he's a pirate. <laughs> All right. By the way, we uh, most recently saw her in. 
The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Oh, right. And, yeah, she's great in Wes and, Anderson movies. Love her in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep. she's just she's perfect for yep. it. And she's in every one. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Isle, of, Isle of Dogs, freaking wonderful. Loved every oh, second of it. it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I loved it. Um, here's some alien noises. These are the guys that, that were pooping in the first scene when they busted oh, into yeah. the hole. Here you go. <laughs> I just really like those guys. Yeah, David sounded every, disappointed. Was every was every creature sound effect made by one guy? I one know. guy, totally. Like he did the herpy, he did that thing, he did he the did, frog yeah. lady, probably. <laughs> yeah. Who we need. Knows? Hey, we need noise for this monster over here. Oh, I got one. Okay, here's one that's totally different from all the other ones I've done. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Reason, it reminds me of uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, he's a real Michael Winslow. This guy. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask you something personal? No, no. Uh, you like my blouse? Okay, did you guys, when you were growing up, ever do that breathe in talking thing? Talk backwards? Yeah. It's like two and throat singing, kind of. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Here she is again. Thank you. That's annoying. They spent most of their budget on that animation of her tongue coming out, though. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was all right for. I, you know, I was surprised how well, how good that looked. Here's robot sounds. All right, so there's some of that. Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. What's that, dude? Do it again. It's uh, like somebody swishing water around in their mouth or something. It's really weird. <laughs> mm, pretty good. Uh, here's a bad laugh. All right. And then uh, this is a, the other thing. That's barbaric. All right. And then Ron Perlman says something. Nothing but the finest herbs, my dead mother's stuffing, and fresh garlic from a real garden. Why is he all being, let's see, let's all British? Be in... uh, if no, if you if you were a cook, you were effeminate, right? Is that where they were going? Well, is that what that know. means? I don't know. There was a lot of that going on in this movie. Yeah. I like this whole fake hand thing and then sticking his finger up his nose and... Oh, that yeah. part was up his top three gross moments was him picking his nose. <laughs> Ron Perlman picking his nose. Yeah, I cannot imagine a nose I'd rather not pick more than Ron Perlman's nose. <laughs> Sorry about my British accent. I'm training for a TV show called Beauty and the Beast. I hope I get the part. <laughs> Surely I'm beastly. Here's Bruce Valanche saying words. Terminator lady. I coddled him as if he were my own child. After all, he's responsible for all of this. I can't stand Bruce Lynch. I can't stand him. Is that rude? It's not rude, is no, it? No, it's, it's not rude. It's, it's, he's abrasive, right? Is that the? He feels abrasive and slimy, especially so in this. Uh, you know what? If this. nothing else, he uh, he in this scene uh, definitely supports a a workforce that will never ever feel sexually harassed. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> mm. Well said. <laughs> Well said, indeed. Here's some quality acting. I don't believe it. This thing is moving five times faster than anything I've ever seen. Wow, well, he really delivered that line like a minute. Um, <laughs> when he says... I don't, I, <laughs> I don't believe how entertaining that line was, Scott. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how... I, so this next clip, I thought he said vag. I want you guys to just hear it, though. So here you go. Her Madge does look a bit peaked, doesn't she? Her, I, I thought he said... when I, I had to rewind and check, and then I decided right. to record it, but... I, yeah. He said Madge. Is, if for those who didn't didn't recognize it, Majesty short Madge. Yeah, right? yeah. Madge. Never heard yeah. uh, Madge uh, short right. for Majesty, by the way. Me the only either. Madge I've ever heard of is the one who puts her hands in the Dawn detergent. Is that, isn't that her name? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Madge at the royal wedding today? <laughs> didn't she look lovely? Oh, the Madge. By, the way, by the way, we're recording this a few hours after a royal wedding. I thought it was, already, yeah, I thought it was still going. It's, it's done? 
Are they done? It's yeah, a, they just they're just them. showing the replays at Infinitum on television right now. Who gives a rat's uh, anus about Scott, this? Because what? you need to get onto HBO at some point today yeah, and check out this. the royal wedding provided to you by Cord and Tish. Yeah. Will Ferrell <gasps> and Molly Shannon are so funny. Yeah. They did that for the uh, Thanksgiving yes. Day parades. They were hilarious. My that favorite, that made it for me. My favorite it's part funny. of those though, they did that on Hulu yeah. or something, right? Wasn't that Hulu? Yeah, it was on Hulu. It was on Hulu then. It's on HBO this time. What I liked about the Hulu one is a bunch of people because you can review right there on the hulu page whole bunch of old people are have no idea who they were and were just complaining up and down these are people are so rude i've never heard such rude commentary regarding any parades or anything before this is rude and i'm like you guys Actually, it's amazon uh, oh, was it amazon that's yeah. right it was amazon it was wherever was it, it was new year's some... or thanksgiving day new year's uh, yeah it was, the, it was the rose parade on new year's oh well, that's it yep amazon. you're right i'm yep. down to and, check that and, out i'll check that out and this thing on HBO is amazing. Like, I, I know, I understand you didn't get up at 4.30 in the morning to watch it, but it's on HBO, so you could just go watch it on HBO now. Yeah. Very funny. I just don't know why everyone cares much about a freaking wedding. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a horrible baby cry. Congratulations. Oh, that brings back memories. Oh. <laughs> I know, dude. So many women in our audience just started lactating. By yeah. The way. yeah. I started lactating, you kidding? <laughs> and there's the, the grossest thing I <laughs> I got band-aids on them today. Um here's here's uh some free uh oh, I think this sounds like Fantasy Island at the end. Here you go. The music's bad. You totally. Guys. Oh, yeah. Totally. It's so bad. I don't like it at all. Uh, well, all right, there's that. <laughs> and we're now gonna, we're now gonna do this. It's the film sack checklist. Everyone eats apples in this universe. Check most uncomfortable sex scene in recent film sack history. Check. And saw a boom mic in the ship time travel scene. Check. <laughs> I did it was, see one. It was- it was an aging boom mic. Yeah. It, got, it was really old suddenly. Yep. And you can see it moving weird. Um, here's uh, the Star Trek uh, connections. We actually have a few. Ron Taylor played the pimp robot voice. Uh, mm. in D- I meant to record that. It was, it was so oh, badly yeah. done that I, it didn't sound good, so I didn't record it. No, that. and it was, man, boy, racist. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Gee, I got the right women for you. It's, it's Anthony Michael Hall in uh, Weird Science. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, DS9, he played a Klingon chief in an episode. And then let's see. He's also the voice of Bleeding Gums Murphy in the first two episodes of The Simpsons. Oh. Or two episodes of The Simpsons, not the first two. Oh, wow. Uh, Ron Perlman played Zeno. I uh, also played Re- uh, Rem, sorry, Remen, Remen, Viceroy, whatever. He was the Viceroy in Star Trek Nemesis. He's fantastic in that, by the way. Uh, he's the one that's always putting his hands on the head of uh, Tom Hardy to help make Tom Hardy stronger or whatever. <laughs> uh, Robert Simmons played Lanky Nibs. He was in DS9, like I mentioned before. Mary Crosby played Princess Katrina. In DS9, she played Netima Lang in the episode Profit and Loss. She is also, wait for it, Denise Crosby's aunt. What? Yep. Does she know what happens wow. to her in the next generation? I don't. It's I assume good. so. I assume she does. <laughs> you think they show that episode at their house? I, I don't, don't think know. so. Also, Ian Abercrombie, who played Jaime. Who is Jaime? <laughs> I don't know who that I was is. Trying to, I was trying to recall. Is he the one? Is he the bad pirate? The uh, bad I don't know, but I don't like that name. I don't either. No. I don't no. either. But Jaime is in two episodes of Voyager. The and only then, Jaime I remember was uh, Get Smart, the big, the big giant uh, robot agent was Jaime. Oh, oh, yeah. Interesting. I, I, Jaime? Jaime? 
Hyman? Anyway. Hyme. Hyme. It's yeah, too well, it's yeah. too close for Randy. Yeah, it's too Stop close. It. This is Randy. <laughs> it's got a Randy <laughs> proximity problem. Uh, all right. Speaking of too close for Randy, let's get to a Twitter post. This is where you guys. Oh wait, sorry. A soundtrack grade R for repetitive is garbage. Uh, uh, to Twitter post, you sum it up in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. The Ice Pirates, a fun romp through meaningless, hard-to-understand conversation, bad music, and some of the worst sex you'll ever see, just like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. <laughs> so true. Aww. So true. Aww. Well, maybe at the Weird Neighbor's house. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Brian Dunaway, your turn. The Ice Pirates, like a favorite childhood memory, getting his junk chomped off by a T-2000. Scarred for life. Hashtag Spaceman Chicken Leg. Spaceman Chicken Leg. Oh, the guy on the toilet. Get those little chicken mm-hmm. legs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, he was standing. So the actor good. was standing in the toilet. And those were fake. That guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and finally, Brian Ibbett. All right. I have two. Right, uh, so you only the... get to use one. You can, it uh, can be a thread. It's a Twitter thread. It's fine. There you go. Exactly. Dot, First dot, one, dot. Uh, the Ice Pirates. Okay, it's not shit gratifter, but if you rearrange the letters in this film, you get it's crappy. The crappy is spelled C R A P I E E. Nice. Nice. Uh, so second one, yeah. and the better one is don't get too excited. The seventh world is covered with herpes, too. Nah. <laughs> it's or Earth. Multiple herpy is what they've got. Multiple herpy. Many, many herpy. There are many herpy that you can get. All right. Uh, there's that. Oh, I just got this handed to me. This is an alternate title. Uh, let's take a look and see what it says. Our alternate titles this week, The Lice Pirates. Because, <laughs> you know, because it's all dirty okay. all the time. And then uh, one worst robots ever. Uh, hey, email time. We got one from uh, somebody from West Virginia. Who's this? This is Joseph. Says, good day, film sackers. Says from uh, the still wintry uh, West Virginia. I just uh, finished listening to the Night of the Living Dead episode, and I thought I'd point out a couple of things. Number one, most of the shelter locations shown on the TV screen are actual communities, such as Greensburg, even though the uh, the hospital where the Westmoreland, not the Green Hospital, or sorry, even though the hospital there is Westmoreland, not Green Hospital, Indiana is a town and a county in western Pennsylvania, best known as the hometown of the late actor Jimmy Stewart. Uh, oh, they, really? Yeah. Okay. So they still hold an annual festival and uh, show It's a Wonderful Life there. B, hmm. I, I think he meant two, but he wrote B because <laughs> this is a one <laughs> and two thing. But anyway, the reporter working in the field who interviews the sheriff is actually portraying himself and was a well-known personality in the Pittsburgh area. William Chili Billy Car- Cardile was a news slash weatherman for WC Channel 11 and by the time the movie was filmed, he had been hosting Chiller Theater every uh, Saturday night for about four years. It was a horror movies thing. It seems like every major market has one of those late night monster movie programs. And Chilly Billy dominated Pittsburgh's midnight Saturday time slot for 20 years. Pittsburgh didn't get Saturday Night Live for the first few years because it interfered with Chiller Theater on the NBC yeah. affili- affiliate. Uh, uh, ultimately, Chiller Theater was pushed back to make room for SNL. And it floundered there for a few years in the dead of night until it got guillotined. Chilly Billy remained a beloved Pittsburgh personality for another 30 years and hosted many zombie happenings in the city until his death in 2016. His son, Billy, uh, had a part in a zombie sequel, Dawn of the Dead, and daughter Lori was the star of 1985's Day of the Dead. Thanks for sacking one of my personal favorites, Joseph. I like these little bits of insider stuff from the people that live there. That's great. (laughs) 
And now I'll forever know that Jimmy Stewart is from Indiana, Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> nice. I can't forget it. That's Did you right. guys watch any of those? Did you guys like have like like, like the shock? Oh, we totally, kind of host guys. We did totally you, did. Was there a particular favorite that you guys liked? I liked, I like Spin Gooley. Oh, you had somebody named Spin Gooley. Wow, we only yeah. had Elvira here, right? Uh, Spin Gooley isn't uh, necessarily. He's not local, but he he is is actually out of Chicago, but is rebroadcast here. Uh, we used to. I, I used to see Elvira occasionally, but this was picked up like one we, by the little. We had a local channels. dude, but I don't remember his name. So someone in, right. someone who grew up with me and saw like somebody remind me, but we had a local guy and it was on channel thirty, which is like a UHF channel or whatever, right? Uh, and they did this whole thing you're talking about, just blocks of horror movies, and he hosted it. But I don't remember anything else about him. He, I don't know if he was even that great at it. It was maybe just a dude that was like, "Up next, a scary tale from the whatever," <laughs> but he didn't really have he didn't really have like a theme or. You gotta make bad jokes, though, right? Elvira makes the worst. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, she what's she up to? She's around, right? She does. Yeah, things. she's she just you know, she's like still doing these little because uh, that was on what Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. She's got a bunch of stuff that seems like it was done in the last few years because she's holding up smartphones and things. Yeah, yeah, and she's made she. The the thirteen nights of Halloween, I think, which came out last year, which included uh, this uh, the Night of the Living Dead, as well as twelve other films. Uh, you can actually purchase it for like eighty bucks or something. I'm like, I'm not giving you eighty bucks when I can watch it with ads. Huh? Oh, here <laughs> she. Is. Oh, she's she oh, does stuff. You know, when she's not Elvira'd up, mm-hmm. she is lovely. Mm-hmm. She Lovely doesn't look lady. like a Halloween lady. She looks like a nice Sandra Peterson. Yeah, she's real really name. pretty. Yeah. All right, well, well done to her. Uh, <laughs> all right. Also, this movie, by the way, that we just watched reminded me that uh, uh, Angelica Houston and um, oh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, it was a freaking Perlman. Ron Perlman. Uh, no. Ugh. Robert Urich? No, famous actor, uh, uh, not in this movie. Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson were a thing. I didn't know they were a they thing. Were, I think uh, they were even a thing mm. around the time that this movie was being made. They were I think married? It was in the 80s. Were they married or just hanging out? Do we know? Just, just dating, I think. Okay. All right. Well, that was a thing. Then. That must have been just something. just dating. What if he just, said, here's know. Johnny, every time he dropped his pants? Just curious. Johnny? Yeah, 19. they were together uh, <laughs> partners from 1973 to 1990, so... <laughs> So he'll say, all right, go off and film your Ice Pirates movie. <laughs> I'll be doing Oscar-winning work over here. And later on, he was with Laura Flynn Boyle for a few years. Aw. Right. But Dunaway, I meant when he pulled down his pants, he'd say, here's Johnny, not I know. who's Johnny. I heard you. Not who's I went Johnny. My, I went my own route. <laughs> Aw. Who's Johnny, he said. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right, our next movie is Lethal Weapon 3. Which, despite my best my best efforts, is still going ha- is happening. Lethal Weapon Three. This is the it's one streaming on Netflix, folks. Listen, this is the one where where uh, M- M- Mel Gibson's character is kind of crazy and and uh, got a trigger finger all the time, and and uh, right. the Murtaugh is always too old for this shit, right? Is that That's the right. plot? It's the, it's the one where uh, where yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. There's the one where there's all that crazy driving and wacky side characters. Oh, are there? Are they break? Are they wrecking their third uh, uh, police car this week? And and, and are they checking? Are they, are they writing checks? Is their mouth? Are their mouths right. writing checks that their uh, badges can't cash? Yes. <laughs> look, look. It's not part two where we have to we have to pull somebody off a toilet bomb. I mean, so <laughs> oh, right. Do, I forgot we saw that. That's not going to be nearly as good. It's going to be a disappointment. <laughs> is that the only one we've seen? I think it is. 
I think yeah. we only seen on the show. Well, yeah, sort of. Because if you remember when we watched Lethal Weapon two, I accidentally watched Lethal Weapon ah! one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And you and couldn't actually, stop talking about it. And I fast forwarded through Lethal Weapon 2 while we were watching it just to refresh my memory of Lethal Weapon 2. That's so good. <laughs> Still one of my favorite film sack anecdotes. Forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> I just love that I love that you're making the joke that you're making, Scott, while uh the top rated user review on IMDB is entitled Keep on rolling out the sequels. Yeah. Uh, a great addition with the third movie of the series. Yeah. I don't think so. But we'll see. Whatever. <clears throat> you could change my mind. We'll see you next week uh, when we do Lethal Weapon 3. Yes, that's right. Mm. Lethal Weapon 3. It's streaming on Netflix. So check it out. I meant to give credit to our dude today for Ice Pirates who gave us the discs, and I do not remember his name. Does anyone remember his name? No, I did. A, I Googled my or you know searched through my email to try and find um, somebody mentioning that they sent that to us, and I can't find it. I'm going to well, see. Oh, Ice I, Pirates, I think I found it. I think I found oh. it. Uh Alan Minter, Alan Minter, thank you so much for that. I just, I, I, I please looked... come to a white paging telephone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the Ice Pirates DVDs. That's uh, the basis of what's this happened. It was also on Netflix recently, but then got pulled. But uh, we we felt like this one needed it, so we did it, mm-hmm. uh, and we never have yep. to do it again, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, and right. it's gonna it's gonna make a great heirloom for my son. He's gonna one day open this box of stuff that I've been making right. for him. Yeah. and go i don't know how to play this yeah 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 you can use it as a drink coaster that's fine too that's a totally fine thing to do with a disc you got for ice pirates all right that's going to do it for us thank you all for listening we'll be back at it next week with lethal weapon 3 in the meantime go to the website it's all changed uh the blog will return although the hackers took all the old stuff uh but you will have a post if you would like to comment for every episode moving forward that includes this episode today so if you go to filmsack.com you'll find all you so- need to know did we get did we get hacked before or after V for Vendetta? Uh, we got uh, hacked before. during. So during, so they didn't like well, our review of V for Vendetta. I should take I this you. back. I take no, it back. Before. It was it it happened after the post, but the aftermath and me scrambling to fix it was during, and so there was no time. There was no way anybody could comment anyway. So I assume everyone loved our our episode on V for Vendetta. Or did I, they, yeah. I was sent a screenshot of some people talking about that episode in a Discord mm. uh, just be, because it was like, hey, look at this. Oh my gosh, no, people did not necessarily love that episode of Film Sack. Really? Oh, Why? No. What did they say? What so, was their deal? Did we get hacked because of it? That would be a great story. <laughs> that would be really awesome. <laughs> that would be funny. No, the hack actually came through um, the comic site and then it spread to all the other WordPress installs, but but hold on a second, though. It, uh, what was their beef? Do they have We've a beef? We've talked about this before. With every episode of Film Sack, there are listeners out there for whom the movie is everything. Like, they know all the trivia, all the little bits, the things that... And it's just like, a person, a movie, that's their thing. And th- th- that person is going to be disappointed because we're here to have fun and talk smack. And, you know, like, we're not, we're not getting into all of the little details about a movie that we love. And so that just every every time, there's always somebody out there. That's a good point. Who's just so disappointed. Yeah. They stop listening in the middle of the episode. There was somebody because there we was, don't know anything about England. You know, there was somebody said yes. That was the one thing I did see on Twitter. Somebody oh, was saying, yeah. "Randy doesn't know anything about Europe." If he did, he would. I'm like, okay, all uh, right, you guys okay. Can't understand British accents? Geez, calm down now. Out there, slow <laughs> your roll. Like, I was criticizing myself. I think that's a valid thing you can do. Oh, I do too. Own shortcomings. Also, I think criticizing your shortcomings from me, me criticizing Brian Dunaway's shortcomings is. <laughs> always right. good it's always good i like doing that 
Yes. And, that, uh, and that's yeah. the thing, like, I, I, you realize after a long time that reviewing things means that not every episode is for everybody. Like, the only episode of this show that our friend Sarah Wilbur has ever listened to was her favorite movie, and yeah. I didn't like it, and she's going to hold it against me the rest of her life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so enjoy just, that. Enjoy that. That's how that works. I think Sarah still listens, though. Because she made no, some... she's, she's only ever listened to one episode, and it was Adam's family what? and... Oh, no, maybe it's mustard, been whatever. I don't even know anymore. I I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I think it's. Opinion, uh, I think I think Ben. Yeah. I think Bumhoffer still listens. Oh sure, sure, yeah. She's not into it. Well, anyway, uh, filmsack.com. That's where you'll go, and you'll be able to comment on this episode and uh, still have that that lively conversation we like to have in a public forum. So go do that. You can also find us on Twitter at filmsack. You can leave us emails at filmsack at gmail com and be just like Joseph. And you can leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us. For me. For Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We'll see, we'll see you next time. Exactly the noise I was doing. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.